Welcome to the Augusta Golf Show podcast. Now, here's John Patrick. Rick Levy is the Vice President of Marketing for Worldwide Golf Shops. Now, if you're listening to this on the radio at some point in the Southeast, that probably means for you Edwin Watts. Uh, It's a pleasure to welcome Rick Levy back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Rick? You know, I'm doing well, John. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. It's been, uh, been about six months since we've talked. It has been. So, so tell me about the last six months. Tell me about, tell me about the business of golf in 2022. You know, it's, uh, it's been a, a brisk year, that's for sure. I can't believe we're already in November. <laughs> you know, we, we started out the year with some incredible launches, with some, some fabulous product. You know, with the stealth driver, all of a sudden we have a, a whole new technology and the carbon wood technology and and with Callaway Rogue ST Woods and Irons and um, and on and on, it just it just went on. And we kind of looked at 2022 as as a year of just how we're going to keep up with 2020 and 2021. But we were able to do a, a nice job. Supply chain uh, helped us out a lot, where we were able to fit people for product and get it in their hands. And we're uh, we're just excited to be looking at the holiday season in front of us, and we're excited to see that. 2023 rounds of golf are still going to be up and golfers are still going to be out there pounding golf balls and having a good time out there. Let's let's touch on a couple of the things that you just mentioned. Uh, we documented a lot on this program that the game thrived during the pandemic, but folks were a bit concerned once things returned to normal about continued growth. And, and you've touched on it. Have, have you guys seen the growth sort of continue past the pandemic? You know, it, it was really stable up until September. And in September, you know, weather changes and ki- kids go back to school and things like that happen. So we saw maybe a, a kind of a drop off in September, but that kind of happens every year. But we're, uh, we're pretty optimistic about where golf is today. It, obviously, there was going to be a drop off. And I think there still will be a, a, another drop in 2023. But the, the surge that we had in 2020 and 2021 was unlike anything we've ever seen in the game. So when we're talking drop-off, you're talking, you know, single percentage points, you know, maybe 2 3 4% of a drop. And, uh, you know, where we grew in the 20s and 25%, rounds of golf were up, you know, at, at, a, at a rate that they had never seen before. And, you know, so we, we feel that golf is in a really good place. Uh, the, the tour and the, the guys that are out playing are, you know, getting more and more uh, kind of in front of you and talking about the game and educating you and talking about equipment and, and their involvement in the game. So we, we like that. We like where the manufacturers are and what we saw uh, over the past couple of weeks of what the new launches will be in 2023, which we can't talk about yet. Mm-hmm. But there were some launches um, just recently, one actually today, and one about three weeks ago that um, have excited golfers around the country as well. Well, I, I, I want to get to that, but you mentioned, let me touch on this. You mentioned equipment and you mentioned supply chain. And over the last year or so, things have been a little tough from time to time. Have things loosened up a bit? They are. They're, they're getting there. And, and a lot of it is the cycles that happen in the, in the golf industry. So a lot of products are on an annual cycle. So what you saw in 2021 when they were getting ready to launch 2022 product, you know, they weren't necessarily excited to keep the 2021 product flowing when they knew they had a launch coming. 
So in 2022, we were in pretty good shape, and we saw a lot of um, a lot of the launches were healthy, and we were able to kind of keep people, you know, in the golf clubs that they wanted. Fitting and custom clubs improved a ton. I mean, 2021, it was eight weeks to ten weeks if you're even going to get them. Mm. In 2022, it got into the two to four week range, and in 2023, it's going to be in the two week range for custom clubs and you know, special, special fittings that we do. So that is improving. And like I said, so it's kind of a cycle. So as they're kind of projecting what they're going to do in 2023, um, we know that they're kind of uh, caught up and all their resources are geared to producing product for 2023, which is just right around the corner. And we still have a pretty good pipeline of what is in the system right now from 2022. So we're in pretty good shape. We're talking with Rick Levy here on the Augusta Golf Show. Um, you mentioned some launches. Let's talk about a couple of companies. We'll start with Titleist um, and, and and some of the things that they've done. Talk a little bit about Titleist. Yeah, and Titleist is, is um, in a two-year cycle with their woods. So the TSI was the product that came out in early 2021. That was kind of tough for them. Because, again, you know, the supply chain issues kind of caught up to them. So we were always kind of chasing TSI. When they launched TSR about three, four weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, they were in great shape. The TSR metal woods are fantastic. They, um, they're faster. They're, they're, they're longer. They're more forgiving. Uh, it's, it's by far, in my opinion, and I've, I've hit it, and uh, it's, it's a true gamer if you're going to put it in your bag. But it, it is the most forgiving and longest club they've ever put on the market, in my opinion, from what I've from what I've tested with Titleist. Well, when, when and it's it, really a good product, and they have three different heads. There's a, a TSR two, mm-hmm. which is their more forgiving, higher MOI. TSR three has a back weight, which is a little more adjustable, so you could dial it in a little bit better. And then TSR four is a a little smaller, compact head for the better player. So they've got three really good heads that fit three different ranges of golfers. And uh, and they all three perform really well, and then they also have fairway woods to match. If I took the driver head cover off of off of your driver, what what would I find? Well, that that uh, that's a tough question because I I play a lot of uh, company golf. So if I'm playing with Titleist guys, it's certainly going to be a Titleist. <laughs> okay, if I'm playing with Sabermate guys. I, I've got I, I'll smash Stealth out there and Rogue ST and. Ping G425. So there's so many good drivers on the market that I've kind of got in my in my garage. But <laughs> well, that's fair. Um, that's fair. I, I kind of jump around a little bit. But for the past couple of weeks, I've been in TSR, which I and I was hitting Stealth earlier in the year, and I was hit G425. So I kind of bounce around with drivers to test them all, so I can kind of speak to them and give a fair assessment of what each driver does and how they perform against each other. And that, and that is fair. You, you mentioned the you mentioned Ping. Talk a little bit about Ping. Well, Ping actually has a new iron that they just launched today, mm-hmm. which is really exciting for the. You know, I would kind of categorize it at from a zero to twelve handicap player. Um, so it's the, it's the I two ten replacement, which is now the I two thirty, and the I two thirty is a golf club that. Um, has a really premium feel and sound to it. It's got a lower CG, which is center of gravity, but it also was able to create a little higher MOI, which is MOI is your moment of inertia or forgiveness in a golf club. 
So they were able to kind of combine both those combinations. So you could hit it higher. It's a little more forgiving. You know, the look and feel to it is a little bit more rounded on the toe and leading edge. Uh, the long irons are a little more compact. Uh, it's really, really, really a good golf club for the, um, you know, somebody that's the, anyway, like I said, zero to 12 handicap. So you've got, you know, it competes with the apex iron. It competes with, you know, the P790s and, and kind of in that category. But it's a golf club that Ping has sorely needed for the past year and a half because they haven't been able to fill the IT10 customers with what they wanted. So now they're able to kind of have that golf club in their arsenal where they've got, gosh, I think they have maybe, I think it's seven different irons to fit different golfers from their, their, their blades, the blueprints, all the way to the I-230s, the I-525s, um, on up into the, the G-425. So they've got a wide range of golf clubs that, you know, when you come in and get custom fit for a set of pings, we have a variety of different clubs that we can fit you into. And now this I-230 really kind of fills a nice category for them. Before I let you go, Rick, are you seeing, and I guess I probably ask you this every time you're on, anything emerging? Are you seeing, are we seeing more women playing the game? Are we seeing more kids playing the game? Girl, anything, anything come to mind? Well, yeah, I, 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 we have seen a, a really nice influx of, of women golfers into the game. You know, I think women are making up almost 30% of the rounds played over the last year, which is, which is up from, I think, 22%. So that, that is a, that's a significant, significant increase. Uh, junior golf is about the same. Um, junior golf is as strong as ever. But, you know, what, what we see in the game is, is just everybody's enjoying it, from the recreational player on up to the competitive player. And, you know, our job is to make sure we can service them with our golfing needs. We're, we're golfers that like to help golfers. He is Rick Levy. He is the vice president of marketing for Worldwide Golf Shops. You can find them online, worldwidegolfshops.com. As I mentioned, if you're hearing us on a radio in the southeast, it's probably Edwin Watts. Rick, I know you're busy. I, I thank you for taking the time to do this. I deeply appreciate it. John, I always love spending time with you. Good luck with the show and uh, get them straight.